This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. For anything land-related, visit them online at mslandbank.com. Land Bank! 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let about the whole. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right, turn your microphone on, Matt. Holy mackerel, here we are. Time to get going on the show today. I made it. I made it to the Farm Bureau studio today in time for the radio show. And boys and girls, if you only knew, if you only knew what an accomplishment that was. Welcome in. What's up? What do you want to talk about today? What is today? <laughs> Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome into the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. What are the uh, coronavirus cases today? Anybody got that information? How many today? Have they put it out yet? What do y'all think about that? <laughs> is that the... Um, Beaver, is that the the throwaway way to start a show these days? Hey, what do y'all think about this coronavirus? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to say that, Beaver, I want to thank you for rating me as a human being 8 out of 10. It's actually higher than I would have expected. So I figure everybody deserves about a 6 or a 7. And a really, really, really... Uh, the bad misbehaviors, they maybe get about a four or something like that. So like, I'm down in the middle of the road here. I don't believe in rating people down really low or really high. I think some everybody's kind of somewhere in the middle. That's what I think. But, yeah, I do appreciate it. Yeah, very much. Beaver says I'm an eight out of ten. I think Beaver's about a nine out of ten. And I'm looking here at the country pleasing text line. It goes back into the gridiron which i didn't get to hear today i literally stepped in front of the microphone with about two minutes to go uh, before we come on the air and i'm looking back but beaver told me that i got rated low i got rated high uh some conver- some conversation that happened on the gridiron i look back at the country please and text line and there's our old pal squirrel over there on the text line and he rated me a two but he rated chris an eight out of ten he rated jake an eight out of ten and look at this Squirrel and I agreed that Beaver is a 9 out of 10. You know, Squirrel, I'm looking back at his previous texts from this morning. He goes, glad fine bombs off 105.9, but three hours of Wyatt not happening. Would rather listen to three hours of farm futures. <laughs> he said, are y'all expanding Matt White's show an extra hour because two hours isn't enough time for Matt to talk about himself? Oh, man. What does the Bible say? You're supposed to love your enemies? Wait a minute, Matt. 
You know what, what I just noticed here? What'd you notice? From looking at Squirrel's texts here. So, you know, he was a Feinbaum man, but I believe what? he and Feinbaum have had a falling out. Uh, and if oh. you notice on the text line, it said he's glad Feinbaum is off. So oh, I, I think see. what's going to happen, what's about to happen is Squirrel's going to be coming back around. Think he's coming? think so. Come on back. Well, I only I never banned him. I I tried to explain people to people that I don't have the power to do that. It's not my I don't control the buttons, I don't control the phones. I don't I can't ban anyone. I I did ask him to go away. <laughs> and he did, to his credit. But if he wants to come back, that's fine. I mean, it's not like he's banned from the beginning. So, and that's all I'm going to say about that. That is all I'm going to say about that here on this Tuesday. Also, Beaver, much like yesterday, I can't see the call screen. Whenever I try to log into that computer in the studio, it tells me that um, the computer is too busy for me to log in. It says it's too busy for you to log in. So I don't know what that means. All I know is this. Just like yesterday, y'all whisper in my ear or shoot me a text if there's somebody hanging on uh, the call line and I'll get to him that way. The Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Meanwhile, y'all text me. I don't have the stream up and going today. I got in the studio too late. That's just the way it is. Uh, things happen. So I uh, don't have the stream going today. Facebook, all that kind of stuff. So blowing and going on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage. The best anywhere. Country Please and text line is 885-ESPN. That's 601 number, 885-ESPN. What's that? What's the ES? No, that's CBS. What's uh, done on up, done on up. Does, does ESPN still do that? I don't ever watch. <laughs> Can I admit that on the air? All right, let's jump over to the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Ma uh, Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. Got Michael hanging on. What's up, Michael? How's it going? I'm just right. Is this Michael, the new podcaster, Michael from Starkville? Yes, sir. Get it dead on the money, man. Hey, hey, Michael. On hold on. Our connection really sounds terrible. Are you on a, like a speakerphone or a car phone or anything like that? Uh, iPad. Uh, I, I mean, earphone. Earphone. Hey, let me take those out. Yeah, take those out and let's and put the phone up to your ear. Let's see if that's any better. All right. Is that better? Oh, that's a hundred percent. Well, ninety percent better. Yeah, love it. What's up? Well, man, not too much. I just uh I wanted to talk about Mike Leach for a quick quick moment or two. I know I tell you, you know, I was breaking down stuff like this over the over the time, and everybody wants to compare. Well, you know, the talent level may uh, balance out when he when he was coming from Washington State. Okay, there, and they and everybody was saying, well, well, he has he'll have better talent, but he'll be going against better talent. Well, yeah. With that being said, um, yeah, yes, sir. I'm gonna head over there. Sorry about that, man. Uh, you, you got you so got people. You got said, somebody yelling. Who who was that that you were just talking to? Oh, uh, I'm on the job site. 
Campus Landscape here at Mississippi State. Okay, Campus Landscape. And so let me, Michael, you're calling me while you're working. You're not going to get in trouble, are you? No, 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 no. No, I'm just now getting back in the truck. What are y'all doing? I had a quick minute. What kind of jobs are y'all well, doing right now on campus since there's nobody there? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> every morning we have to do our trash route pickup, and then even though most of the trash cans could yeah. not be that full since there's no students on them, well, yeah, we basically just take care of the ground around the whole campus, edging, weed-eating, cutting. Yeah, yeah. so you know, y'all are still it. mowing and everything, but nobody's there. That's got to be weird for y'all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I tell you, it definitely makes for a hot day, but I wear my mask every single day, even out in the hot sun, because I'm just not going to take any chances, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and, uh, I, I, I hear you. Hey, I tell you what, let's wait, do, wait. I tell you what, let's do, Michael. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, between now and tomorrow, you think about the Mike Leach right. stuff, think about the Mike Leach stuff and whether it's players or whatever, and kind of get the research right. together and tweet me, because I know you've hit me up on Twitter, tweet me a few of those thoughts so I'll be prepared, and you and I will have a Mike Leach right. conversation tomorrow when you call in. How about that? That sounds great. All right, Thank Michael. You, Thank you, man. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Michael from Starkville on the Divinity Equipment phone calling from the job. Campus landscape, uh, landscape. They're still going. There's nobody there, but they're still mowing. <clears throat> Sounds like a commercial, doesn't it? What in the world is this on the country pleasing text line right now? Nick said, what do you rate that chicken thief Chris Brooks? Chris Brooks as a human being is about an 8 out of a 10. In terms of a good teammate who shares the chicken, he's a two. Can you be two things at once? Beaver, I'd like an update. What um, When, when y'all started the gridiron today after Chris took the box of chicken and ran out of the studio with it yesterday, when y'all started the show today, was that the first thing you addressed with him or did it come up later in the show? It came up later in the first segment, maybe it was the second segment because Chris apparently wasn't listening yesterday. Uh-huh. And he had no idea. That we tattooed him pretty good? Yeah. And he said he was getting messages on, like, Twitter and I think Facebook <laughs> that said something about your you stole the chicken. And Chris was going along with it. He was playing along, and he it turns out he didn't even know what the people were talking about. Mm-hmm. So I then when I tell you what, I don't yeah, know about this. I know. Oh, it continues, Matt Wyatt. Try to wrap your brain around this. See if it passes the smell test, as they say. He also said that he didn't steal it because he didn't know that Jables said this is for y'all. He claims he didn't hear him because he claims that he was too busy looking at the box to see where the chicken was from. <laughs> and that affected his ability to hear. He also claims this. He said, yeah, I thought I thought JB had dropped off a second box over where you're sitting because he says the computer's in the way and I can't see what goes on over there. Now, the way this is set up over here, mm-hmm. the computer is moved to the side. Right. Like when Chris and I are talking, I'm staring right into his eyes. He can see everything. He knows he it. See. He knew there was no box of chicken over there. 
Here's the thing, though. I am automatically beaver skeptical of somebody who not only gives you one alibi, but gives you two. <laughs> right? Yep. So he told you, oh, well, I, I didn't hear what he said because I was too busy looking at the box. But now we're going to double down and say, well, I thought you had a box of chicken over there, too. Hmm. Well, which is it, Chris? Chris is sly like a dadgum fox. That's what he is. Took that chicken and fed his eight kids with it. Promise you. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Chris Brooks. Eight out of ten. He really is genuinely eight out of ten on scale of one to ten. But when food shows up, he turns into a two real quick. Stole a chicken. Ready, Teddy says, uh, I think starting the show talking about the coronavirus is a good way to get switched to the six to eight time slot. <laughs> Proof in the pudding. <laughs> boy, Teddy, my laughter is genuine. You can tell I didn't preview your text ahead of time. He said, start the show talking about the coronavirus, a good way to get moved to the six to eight time slot. <laughs> How about this? Squirrel texted and said, we're good. And boy, I'd send you a thumbs up right now if I had enough dexterity in my fingers to uh, type all that, to find it and type it in there. Brooksy McJack, the aforementioned thief, says Matt's existence is a solid 8 out of 10. Only a single 10 has ever walked the earth, so 8 is pretty good, pretty big. Well, who's that? Oh, he's talking about uh, Jesus, Jesus. That's what he's talking about. Jesus was a ten out of ten and never sinned. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's the if that's the ten out of ten and that's the comparison. That's the then you're right. There is no other ten out of ten. I I totally agree with Brooksy on that. But Brooksy, if Jesus is a ten out of ten, and you're a chicken thief, then what are you? Jason in Flagstaff says, uh, has Jason in Flagstaff been asked to leave? No, absolutely not. I just hadn't heard from you in a little while, Jason. Good to hear from you. And I saw your tweet as well. I was busy this morning, but I got your tweet. Uh, PRG on the country pleasing text line. He said, what in the happened between Matt and Squirrel? Well, we had a failure to communicate. I just decided I didn't like him. I didn't like the texts, and I didn't like it when he called and the stuff he said. That's all it was. I probably need to just get over it. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. It really was not a big deal. We, we kind of made a big deal because it was entertaining, <laughs> which is really the only purpose for which we are here. So, uh, unnamed texter said, Matt, everyone loves the backup quarterback. <laughs> he said, that's why Beaver is rated so hot. Don't I know? Listen. I know the most popular guy on the campus is the backup quarterback perpetually. It's always been that way. It always will be that way. Ghost Pepper says the best way to break Brooks from food theft is to go dumb and dumber on him with some turbo lax. <laughs> Beaver, we can't do it because Brooksy is listening. He's actively texting us right now. So we, we're going to have to come up with something else. But I'm ashamed we didn't already think of this. A box of gas station chicken. And maybe, I don't know, like a free milkshake with it. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris, here you go. We, we brought you something. This, this is for you. This is for y'all. And then he takes it. He doesn't know there's Turbolax in his shake. <laughs> Ghost Pepper, I'm ashamed you thought of it and we didn't think of it first. Squirrel says on the text line, he says, I like your attitude today. I'm bumping you up to a four. <laughs> I'll take it. PRG says, this station now has a chicken hawk and a chicken thief. Dad gummit. There's another one I didn't think of first. Dad gummit. Shoot. All these people are coming up with great stuff that we should have thought of. Turbo Lax and a milkshake for Chris and the fact that we've got a chicken hawk and now a chicken thief. Brooksy responded and said, I try to hover around six out of 10, just happy to be here. And that chicken was so good. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> this is the same Chris Brooks who's been promising for four years to bring Beaver a package of country-pleasing sausage. Now, I've made the same promise, but Beaver... Have I or have I not seen you in person yet? Oh, Matt, I haven't seen you since uh, I believe it was January. That's right. It was before Roger passed away when I was up there, you know? Yeah. Mm. You know what I was thinking about yesterday while we were talking with uh, Dr. Brojo? Brother John, knock him out, John, who's going to be a part of this show beginning on the 20th. Um, I was thinking, well, you know, I... I've never been in that studio with, with uh, the doctor, and so I might ought to come down there. You know, At some point, we get back later in the month and do a show there with him. I don't know how this whole corona thing is going to develop or not between now and then. But it hit me, Beaver, that the next time I walk in there, I'm going to walk in, and I'm going to look over to my left where Roger's office is, and it's just going to hit me that I can't go in there and sit down and just hang out with him for 30 minutes like I used to do before the show whenever I came to Jackson. Yeah, it was uh that was a weird thing for a while. I mean, being here every day, you know, it kind of gets mm -hmm. it's easier, yeah. but man, that yeah, exactly what you just said for a long time that was weird. And that was a weird feeling. I'm going to want to I'm going to have a, a, a an urge to go in there and sit in the same chair his guest chair and just for a brief moment kind of relive it one last time even though he's not there you know i don't know if somebody else is using that office yet or not i don't know no uh -uh. It's, it's remained locked oh has it okay yeah okay dang it but i'm happy for roger i know where he is all right hog jowl country pleasing text says we all have disagreements but we can all remain friends Absolutely. Absolutely. Nobody, we ain't going to get along all the time, especially when you're as fouled up as I am. White Denzel on the country pleasing text. Beaver, why is it that with some textures, we get their texts twice? You notice that? And Denzel is yeah. one of those. Yeah, we, that does happen a lot. We got yesterday in Jake's show, we got someone's text five times. Yeah. It's like it just sends it and <laughs> sends it. Well, Denzel, it's. Something in the connection. He said, Brooks stealing the chicken is not, is not surprising. This is the same guy who said getting to Omaha isn't hard. It's like getting to the Sweet 16. 
Denzel, y'all are never, ever going to let that go, are you? <laughs> I mean, not letting it go. I'm telling you, when Chris Brooks is 75 years old and retired and walking up and down the streets of, where does he live, Beaver? Flowood. Flowood. When he's walking up and down, the, he's going to pop into some sh strip mall in Flowood. <laughs> Y'all are going to stop old man Brooks and say, hey, there goes the guy that started Mississippi Gridiron. Hey, Brooks, it ain't that hard to get to Omaha, is it? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what you're going to do. Y'all are never, ever letting him live that down. Nor should you. I mean, I think he said it. <laughs> I know that some people sure believe that he said it. That's for sure. Hey, listen, programming note. Music is going to start in a minute or two. Thanks for all your text on the country pleasing text line to get me started. Michael, thank you for your call. Michael called us from Starkville. He's on the landscaping crew, and he called us in the middle of his work day, and somebody tried to get his attention. He goes, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I'm doing a radio phone call right now. But he seemed a little distracted, so we got to get our heads together on this Mike Leach stuff. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Also, uh, we have three teams that we're doing today on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days leading up to September the 5th. With, presented by Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. Today, 60 days until September the 5th. The first full Saturday of college football. I still believe it's going to happen. I'm not letting go until they force me to let go of the idea that it's going to happen on September 5th. So three teams today are coming up. Your phone calls, your texts, and big news potentially regarding a vaccine. And it was just text to me. And I'll tell you what it says as soon as we come back. In the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. B -b -b back on the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. I got an Alabama nugget for you right here. Yay, Alabama. Um, Twitter. Pat Smith, Pat Smith Radio on Twitter. He's a friend of mine. He's um, actually um, anybody who's listened, we were mentioning Feinbaum earlier, who's listened to him for years and years, way back when that, that they had a show that was outstanding. It was blowing and going in the Birmingham area, and Pat Smith was like his number one producer over there. Anyway, still involved in radio in Birmingham. Pat's a great guy. Pat tweeted, Alabama announces they'll transition to mobile-only ticketing and parking, enabling contactless entry into all venues beginning with the 2020 football season. Finish. So what do you think about that, 
Alabama announces they'll transition to mobile-only ticketing and parking, enabling contactless entry. Did, what did I did I add a T in the word contactless? I did at the end. I said contactless. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Contactless entry into all venues beginning with the 2020 football season. All right, then. Now, what that means is you if you're an Alabama fan like Beaver and you go to a game in Tuscaloosa, you just pull up to the parking attendant and hold your phone out. Is that what it is? Like a QR code on your phone or they scan some ticket on your phone? Same thing for getting in the game. They There's not an actual paper ticket. You don't take your ticket and hand it to the ticket attendant and they tear off the stub and hand it back to you. We're not exchanging snot that way. <laughs> they just, you stay six feet apart. They have some gun and they reach over there and you know, scan your phone and that's how you get in. So it's all on your phone going forward. And if that's not a sponsorship opportunity for somebody like C Spire, I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, back on the show, y'all text me on the country, please. And text line It's wide open to you. It's 885 ESPN. That's a 601 number 885 ESPN. Or call me on the Divinity phone, 995-1059. Love to hear your voice. Give me a call. Um, my mother texts me. She's angry that I'm not streaming on Facebook today. I just merely, I had, uh, you know, some outside work going on. I, I barely got to the microphone in time for the show. I did not have time to get the stream fired up for today. And she's mad about it. She sent me a text and says, so you ditched fake Facebook. Thanks a lot. I explained to her what was going on. And her response to me was, okay, dot, 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 maybe, dot, dot, dot. What? Surely my mom understands. Now, listen, y'all, uh, this is potentially, well, let me, it is news. Okay, I'm not going to go so far as to call this potentially breaking news. I'm also not bringing up the coronavirus so as to drum it up as a two-hour topic, that is not at all what's going to happen here today. But being as this is kind of the overriding issue in our world, in our society, I think this is worth noting. This was text to me from a friend just a little while ago. And this story is about the possibility of a vaccine for the coronavirus. Let's get into it. A company called Novavax, Novavax Incorporated, one of the front runners in the race to develop a vaccine for COVID-19. Get this. Here's the headline. Will receive $1.6 billion from the U.S. government, the biggest contribution yet from the, here it is, Operation Warp Speed program. Y'all, on this day, July the 7th, 2020, I, Matt Wyatt, learned that there is a program in the U.S. government called Operation Warp Speed, and it's about finding a vaccine for the coronavirus. Did y'all even know that this existed? I mean, when we go to war, it's what? Operation what? 
Desert Storm, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Well, this is Operation Warp Speed, and it's all about getting a, a vaccine for the coronavirus. Government, U.S. government. Now, I have a question for you. Would the U.S. government hand over $1.6 billion with a B to a company that's out here racing to find a vaccine without feeling as though they were about to get it done? That's the question I want to know from you. If you listen to this show, I value your opinion. Many times, y'all's opinions have helped shape mine. Right now, I stand here before you and tell you, okay, this is true. And it's, it's reported multiple reputable news sources. It's just one company that's one of the front runners to develop the vaccine for COVID. And the U.S. government is giving them $1.6 billion. It leads me to believe that they must feel like they are close the U.S. government, as a part of this Operation Warp Speed program, is not going to hand over $1.6 billion to anybody on a hope and a prayer that maybe you'll figure something out. At least I don't think they would. The story goes on to say the funds will allow the company to conduct advanced human studies and establish manufacturing to deliver 100 million doses as soon as late 2000. And 20. This company, by the way, Novavax, is based in Gaithersburg, Maryland. You financial people. Money. You got all your money invested in stocks and bonds. Y'all understand this stuff. Shares of Novavax rose as much as 41%. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Operation Warp Speed, government wants a vaccine, and it's just announced they're giving $1.6 billion to one company. Do you think that means they're getting close? Do you think that $1.6 billion is because they're close enough, they're confident enough, we're going to get this thing nailed down, and we're going to use that money to produce enough for a hundred million doses. Huh? I just find it significant. What do you think? All right, over here on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Y'all text me at 885-ESPN-601, number 885-ESPN. Res Dog says, it's not super hard for Brooks to steal Beaver's chicken. <laughs> well, no, it's not, because Beaver's working. See, that was part of my theory yesterday was that one box of chicken, two people, Beaver and Chris. Chris takes the chicken, leaves, and goes home with it. It was supposed to be for both of them. My theory was Chris thought, well, Beaver's got a work match show. He didn't have time to eat. So he took the chicken. He's a chicken thief. (laughs) Unnamed texter says, when you pack 60,000 people in a stadium, mobile tickets aren't going to help. That is in reference to the tweet from uh, Pat Smith, who covers fo- football on the radio and has for many years over in the state of Alabama, that Alabama announced they're going to transition to mobile-only ticketing and parking. Uh, parking, parking, parking. 
What's wrong with me? Enabling contactless entry into all venues beginning with the 2020 football season. And this is a great point. Okay, well, we're going to avoid contact out in a parking lot. What about you go sit in your seat? So that would lead you to, if you're going to go contactless outside of the stadium, you must go contactless inside the stadium. Amen? Amen. Alabama seats 100,000 people in their stadium. What if they put 50,000 in there? Can they go contactless? What about concessions? And bathrooms. Divinity Equipment phone line, Rebel Greg hanging on. We got about a minute or so maybe here, Greg, before the music starts. If you can get it in, feel free. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir, Matt. I was just going to say, I'm kind of with you on the 1.6 billion. If that is true, then something's fixing to break. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I believe there's going to be a vaccine. With that being said, being living in the United States of America, we don't sit back and wait. This, this is why we're the greatest nation in the world. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You know, it is a good point. You know, it- um, yeah, I mean, even going back a month ago, Greg, we would have, you and I would have agreed, wouldn't we? We would have agreed, hey, as soon as somebody gets close to a vaccine, the United States is going to pump any amount of money into it they have to. Heck, they sent us all checks <laughs> just to shut us up for a month or two. So, yeah. Hogjowl says... The government will spend $30,000 on a hammer. So, yeah, it's no surprise. (laughs) The text line is absolutely on fire today. It is fantastic. I'm going to get to some more of that. But the story, the government's throwing $1.6 billion at one company in this race for a vaccine. What does that tell you? All right, more of that. Sports coming up. Stick around. On the show, countdown of 100 teams in 100 days coming up. Three teams today, because I didn't get to all of them yesterday. Today is actually 60 days. We are 60 days from Saturday, September the 5th. We were talking about vaccines and how we're going to play. All that stuff. Let's almost said it. Let's see here. Nick on the country pleasing text line says, Problem is, you'll have a lot of people like the Facebook anti-vax moms that won't take it because they read an article that their BFF shared. Hey, well, look, I mean, but, you know, Nick, we spend so much time and energy and effort, it seems like, worrying about what other people do and think. You know, people don't want it. They don't have to do it. Fine, don't. But make it available because I'll get it. Unnamed texture says we spend hundreds of millions of dollars all the time on software that we never use. Most of the time, it's somebody's cousin, part of the company that gets the deal. And I wondered about that, too. That's why, you know, you you wonder the government is a part of this program giving one point six billion dollars to one company. 
that is in the chase for this vaccine is pretty incredible. Uh, we go to New York for this story. The Bronx, New York, due to the Patriot League COVID-19 guidelines, Fordham University has canceled the first three scheduled football games of the 2020 season and is now slated to open the season on September the 26th at Monmouth. The canceled games were Stony Brook on August 29th, Bryant on September 5th, and Hawaii at Hawaii on September 12th. The quote from the athletics director is, I'm disappointed for our student-athletes, coaches, and staff. Man, holy cow. Can you imagine that? Think about you're a player on this team and you're looking forward to the third week of the year when you are going to play at Hawaii (laughs) and they cancel it. What if you're a fan of that school and you bought tickets and made reservations and you were going to travel anyway? I don't know. You probably canceled anyhow, right? They're dropping like flies. I don't know how else to uh, say it. It's just the way it is. It's, you know, teams are dropping games. And what about the SEC? Is it a big enough deal? They're gonna get it figured out in the SEC. I'm just asking. I still say they will. And it's not just the you know. Not just. Because I want it to happen. They'll get it figured out in the SEC because they want it to happen. Because everybody wants it to happen. And maybe, fine, maybe there is a little adjustment here and there. Maybe it does get pushed back a week. Maybe there are games that get affected throughout the year. But what I want to know is, are you in the camp that based on everything that's going on, you believe we should shut it all down? Shut it down. Because I want to know if you can sway me because I'm not there. I'm just not there. I'm not in the camp of shut everything down. It makes no sense to me. None of this stuff adds up enough to me. To say, shut it down. And I understand it's different when we're talking about personal responsibility versus a big company or a business or a campus. You know, you got liability and all this kind of stuff they have to think about. I get it. But still, we're going to shut everything down? Really? I, I don't think so. All right. Countdown of 100 teams. Let's do team number 60. Let's pick one. 62. Let's do 62. Here we go. 100 teams. 100 days. The countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. That's Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. He can help you buy or sell. That recreational property, timberland, weekend getaway, lakefront, buying or selling. He can help you with all that kind of stuff. And they've got the land 360-degree interactive drone touring. 
You can view the properties without ever setting foot on them. It's really cool. You need to get in touch with Matt. It's at 408-5155-408-5155. Team number 62 on the Football Power Index is Air Force. I just think we ought to just listen. Nothing can stop the U.S. Air Force. Yes. They are hard to stop, the Air Force, aren't they? Nothing can stop the U.S. Air Force, the song says. Well, very few have been able to stop the Air Force triple option. Here's a um, a name for you. Troy Calhoun, Air Force coach, 14th season there at Air Force. He is 98 and 69 at Air Force, running that triple option. Last season, 2019, one of the best seasons. Um, in a long time, in decades, in fact. They went 11-2, and two, won their bowl game, came up just short of some really big-time stuff. They had a loss at Navy last year, 34-25. to 25, And that kept them from winning what the service academies play for, the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. They lost at Boise State 30-19. And that kept them out of the Mountain West title game. You see kind of where they are out there at Air Force. Go 11-2, and two, but they had the right losses. Lost to Navy, didn't get the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. Lost to Boise State, did not get to go to the Mountain West title game. They did get um, a huge win at Colorado, 30-23. to 23. They beat Hawaii. Hawaii was a 10-win team. And... Beat that Mike Leach Washington State team in a bowl game. Sure did. Sure did. They won it. The Cheese It Bowl, 31 to 21. 10 point win over Washington State. A little bit of uh, just a few nuggets of information about Air Force. They are scheduled to begin the season at Air Force in uh, 60 days from today. On September the 5th, they're supposed to host Duquesne. And then in week two, if it all goes off according to plan, they would host Boise State, who they lost to last year. Highly competitive football game. It had to go play out on the blue turf. Week three, they'll go to Purdue from the Big Ten. And then after that, jump into Mountain West play uh, pretty much throughout the remainder of their schedule. Yeah, so that's a little bit about Air Force. You know, do you all remember that um, – there were, there were pretty strong fumes during the Mississippi State coaching search that they were taking a look at Troy Calhoun from Air Force. Just because of success, longtime coach out there, a little bit different triple option and some of those conversations. I think Jeff Munkin from Army was another one that was a name that was kicked around. And there was a lot of conversation among fans. I had several people 
a neighbor of mine who's a big fan asking me about it two or three times about the possibility of the triple option in the SEC. You think that would ever work? I don't know. I know it's hard to get ready for. You know, most recently under, uh, what was his name? Bobby, not Bobby Johnson. What was his name? Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech. They had about 10 years there where they ran that triple option stuff out there at Georgia Tech. And we're kind of the oddball. Won some games and hard to defend. State fans know that when you tried to stop that triple option against Georgia Tech in the Orange Bowl a few years ago. And it's just so outside of the box. Whether or not a team could come in here, recruit the athletes, coach it well enough, and really have ultimate success with it in the SEC, I just doubt it. I just doubt it very seriously. You know, the game has changed so much, but it could be wrong. You just have to be so, so proficient. Who is the last team on a national level that really won big with a lot of the, the old-school wishbone under center triple option type stuff? I mean, it was, it was uh, Nebraska. In the 90s, in the early to mid-90s, that's how far back you'd have to go. Now, obviously, I say triple option. That's not even really the right term to use because everybody's doing versions of triple option stuff. It's just called spread, <laughs> right? The spread offense, and we're doing zone read, and I'm reading the defensive end as a quarterback. I'm just in the shotgun. I can either give it, keep it, or pitch it. Hog jowl. On the Country Pleasing text line says, believe me, up on the hill in Fayetteville, they are very confident we will play in the SEC. I've given my season tickets to family up there just because I'm high risk, but we will play. And Hogjowl sends us out with a big old, yes, sir. <laughs> Is he still doing that? Is the coach up there still doing that? Rhett, slippery when Rhett, Georgia Tech. Stopped it last year, right? I know when they hired Jeff Collins as the head coach, he changed the offense. He said they're running a flex bone now at Georgia Tech. Okay. Hour two coming up. Stay with me. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. 